What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. This is both in our personal lives and the world in general. My name's Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. I'm Karen. That's Karen. And our dog, Norma, is here, too, because she's our co-co-host. Mm-hmm. She's very silent. Norma's the host. But sometimes she makes noise. The host of the show. <laughs> what? <sighs> that makes sense. Are you growing your hair out for Halloween? I am, yes. Are you? <laughs> Mine has to get shorter. Cool. Anyway. Anything I'm just fun? Like, the other day I'm like, Daryl's getting awful shaggy. Well... <laughs> Well, I want to cut my hair, but you're like, no, you have to grow it for Halloween. For... You're going to be Count Olaf. You got to grow your hair. But it's really bothering me. Can I at least trim the hair on my ears? Because it's know. really bad. He actually know. has hair ears, doesn't he? Probably. Probably. Anyway, <laughs> people are like, who's Count Olaf? But, yeah. People, the fundamentalists listening to this are like, Halloween, you guys are doing Halloween. <laughs> I don't know if we have any uh, fundamentalists listening to this. But yeah. anyway, uh, so we're going to talk about like Halloween today. No, we're not actually talking about Halloween. Yeah, we thought about it. Yeah. Halloween episode. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Well, actually, Halloween's on a Wednesday, so we could, technically, we maybe could. we should, actually. Yeah, that would be fun. Hmm. We'll have candy. We've been back and forth about Halloween. Candy corn. I hate candy corn. Oh, should we celebrate it? Should we? Well, we not? don't celebrate it. Not? Yeah, we it's don't. It's not like we're like, hey, let's. Yeah. Have a. We just like to collect candy. Because it's most of it our daughter candy. can't have, so. Right. So it we really send her. all just defaults to. <laughs> to get the chocolate. Because. Uh, it's yeah. fun. It is... we, don't, we never do scary. No. We don't really do the scary side of it. No. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. That is another topic. Maybe for Halloween. We can pray about it. Yeah, let's pray about it. So, Karen. So, Daryl. What are we even doing here? What are we talking about today? Well, today we are talking about prayer. Prayer. I was trying to oh. rhyme pray with today and it just wasn't well, coming to me, so. Well, I'm going to quote one of, you know, world famous theologian, MC Hammer. And we have to pray just, just to, to make, make it, it today. today. I was going to say that. <laughs> and wear baggy pants, too. That's. Well, why was that cool back in the 90s to wear those baggy pants? Like, it wasn't cool? I mean, it's, it's still cool. What are you talking about? There was like shiny baggy like, pants. Wait a second. Who did I just see wearing pleated like Cavarici style what? on no. TV? Was oh it like gosh. an old episode of Beverly Hills 90210? No, it was Dancing with the Stars Jr. Oh, well, was it like their dancing outfit? No, it was Jordan the host. And I'm like, is he wearing pleated was it pants? Jordan Knight from Newcastle <laughs> Block? <laughs> no. Oh. It's Jordan, I don't know his last name, from the Disney Channel. He was in Live and Maddie. He was in. Uh, oh, okay. Movies. Te- Teen Beach Movie? Teen Be- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. 
forget his last name. But I'm like, oh, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Prayer. Prayer. So. So. Yeah, tonight I thought we talked about prayer because I think it's one of those aspects of the Christian life that um, is probably... Definitely. I agree. It is that. And also. And also it is. Hmm. I, I wanted to say underused, but. Well, kind of. What's another right? word for that? Uh, neglected. Thank you. <laughs> Just call me Mr. Thesaurus. <laughs> Cutting all that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it, it's maybe neglected. Because it's uncomfortable at times for certain people, for some people. I mean, I struggle with it. So when you suggested we do an episode on it, I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's good that we do talk about it, especially if, if you do struggle with prayer. Uh, for me, I actually think I don't struggle as much praying publicly as I do privately. And some people have the opposite. Like Yeah. Most, I think, have the opposite, I think. Yeah, maybe it's because sometimes I think, like, if I know I'm going to pray somewhere, like, church service, I know, you know, I'll read the psalm, kind of explain, almost like a devotional, you know, that's why I've been, you know, spending time with the psalm, like, you know, during the week or, you know, the night before, morning of, and I go through it and pick out you know, what I believe it's saying, what God is saying through it. Not, you know, not, uh, not one of these, what do you think it says, but actually <laughs> studying it <laughs> and then picking out what I feel. The number God's, one danger of small groups. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what God's leading me to say. But anyway, at the end of it, I, I, I pray like over the congregation and leading us into the next song that we're going to do. Uh, so I have time to think about kind of what I'm going to pray but sometimes when I'm by myself, I, I, I struggle with exactly what to pray. But I think that comes with being in the Word, too. And I don't know. Well, yeah, I was going to say, because I probably have a similar story to a lot of people where when they first became a Christian. Okay, well, let me just say, let me just, <laughs> um, my first time... Not my first time, but one of my first times serving at our previous church. And I was very nervous because they did this circle prayer thing where you pray for the of person course. next to you. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wait, I have to pray out loud mm. right now like for this person. And I was like, what do I say? What do I do? Like what, you know? I had no idea. I was so scared. And I wasn't alone because a lot of people have felt that way. Um, and now I'm the person encouraging them. <laughs> I don't know. There's no, there's no formula. There's no, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well. <laughs> what are we saying? See, look, okay, no. look at us. We're struggling to <laughs> no. describe prayer because we have trouble playing. There, there is, a, there's not a, like an exact formula. There's a format. There's a suggested, there's the Lord's Prayer, right? So there's. And we'll we'll get into that as we go. Uh, yeah. But 
you know what I always found hard about praying in that circle, you know, where you prayed mm-hmm. for the person to the left or the right of you? If it's a big group, remember it. you got to remember, remember what the prayer request was. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes you're not paying attention to the rest of the, who's who's praying because you're like Try thinking like, all right, what, what did they say? Name? What was it? Who's their name? And they might hey, have a few things. Yeah. And by the time it got to you, you're like, what the? <laughs> right. <laughs> or or like where we used to go, sometimes people would pray in Spanish and be like, oh, yeah. what? What did they say? <laughs> <laughs> and those were usually the longer ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like wait was that what <laughs> but it was cool though. and then if they were I, praying I always, for you didn't you didn't know it, what they were saying <laughs> yeah so thanks, except when they would say lord pr- it'd be senor yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cool deal. though it's, yeah uh, it's cool to pray with people who speak different languages yeah because it's pretty neat because after a while you know but it, it's funny we could do a whole parody on prayer styles, right? Like mm-hmm. there were the people that prayed so quietly that you really didn't know what they were saying at all. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, <laughs> and we we're like, what? <laughs> and then there was the people that prayed so long and loud, mm-hmm. you know, that you're like, okay, already. <laughs> like how many different ways can you say the same thing? <laughs> Of course, I wasn't thinking those thoughts. No, but, no. You know. that's probably me. It's praying long and loud. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, Daryl. You're like, wait, doesn't it say not to pray lo- loud and in front of people? I was gonna bring people? that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that you may be heard so for your many people. words. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. There's a fine line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what is prayer? I, mean, I guess we should define it. And generally speaking. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give you the general definition, but first I'll give you what the, what the, many smarter men have said about it, way before me. Uh, and the, I'm gonna read from the Westminster Larger Catechism. And where West, did you find that? Well, Westminster. Now, uh, this this one I'm reading from is in the Reformation <laughs> Study Bible, put out by Ligonier Ministries. That belongs to. Uh, R.C. Sproul is the founder. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean who's this Bible belong to? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Uh, I I believe you're the owner of this Bible. It's in a nice uh, leather cover. It's not real leather. Pleather. But it it feels nice. It looks nice. And there's, uh, at the back of it, there's, it has the different catechisms. The Heidelberg Catechism, Westminster Larger and Shorter Catechism and other creeds and confessions of the historic Reformed faith. But I'm just going to read you question 178 from the larger catechism. What is prayer? Prayer is an offering up of our desires unto God in the name of Christ by the help of His Spirit with confession of our sins and thankful acknowledgement of His mercies. Hmm. So it's it's an offering up of our desires unto God. So that's you know, what we're praying for, like our petitions, what what we're asking God to to do, to move, to help us with in our lives. Uh, in the name of Christ. So we're taught to pray in His name. And uh, there's a, a definition of that too, which we can get into later. Um, with the help of the Spirit. So the Spirit intercedes in Romans 8, 
it says the Spirit will intercede for us with groanings uh, too deep for words. And then we confess our sins and we, we thank God for what He has already been doing in our lives and for His mercy and for who He is. Uh, so basically, it's a, a conversation with God. And now, every time that you pray, do you have to include all those things? I don't believe you, you need to include all those things. But uh, I mean, you should always thank Him, mm-hmm. I would say. Right. And, and coming to Him, you know, we, we approach the throne of God with boldness. We can, as forgiven, uh, forgiven in Christ. But we should always, I believe, have that reverence for Him, too. So he should still be held as holy. You know, that's how Jesus taught us to pray in, in the Lord's Prayer. You know, our Father, hallowed be your name. So approach him with reverence, but still as Father. So, it's, so there's that approachableness, but with respect and a boldness that he will answer our prayers. Right. So the Our, our Father, the Lord's Prayer is a good kind of template to follow. Mm-hmm. We were actually talking about this with a friend the other night. Um, and she was talking about her Catholic background, which we could relate to. And a lot of that was repetitive prayers, or like, you know, that set of prayers that you just repeated. Um, and sometimes it was, it was part of your um, penance, right? <laughs> After, yeah. you, after you confess your sins and the mm-hmm. priest would say, okay, say 10 Hail Marys and mm-hmm. five Our, Our Fathers. And and then you also had the rosary beads. Yeah. So you would go down the line of beads and say a prayer with each mm-hmm. bead. And I remember my grandmother doing that when I was little. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah, when I, when I do uh, ministry outside of the, uh, the abortion mill on Saturdays, there's, you know, a few faithful uh, Roman Catholics that come out and they just walk back and forth in front of the, the abortion clinic and pray the rosary. And, you know, that's not the place for me to, I believe, to have that conversation with yeah. them. Um, I believe I need to have that conversation with them. Not not just about who, what they're praying, but what they believe about about faith, about Christ, about how you're saved, that's important. Yeah. But also, you know, if they're praying the rosary, they pray these Hail Marys in the rosary, so they're praying to Mary, they're praying to somebody who can't hear them. Right? All, all our prayers, we have one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, and we pray in His name to the Father. We we can't right. pray so to you're Mary. you're not praying to, yeah, or yeah. the saints. Or, yeah, the saints, you know. they, they can't hear us. They're, they they weren't they weren't given this like special power to now hear prayers like yeah I, I see that nowhere in the scriptures so we pray to God we pray directly to Him we don't need to go to a priest or pray the rosary we go directly to God confess our sins yes the Bible says confess them to each other but we confess them as the the catechism uh, answer gave we confess to God. And that's what the Lord's Prayer is. So I'm just going to read that. And what's interesting in in Luke, in the the Gospel according to Luke, uh, chapter 11, it's it's like a a smaller version of the Lord's Prayer. It doesn't 
go as, as in depth as he does in Matthew. But I'm going to read it from Matthew. But what I like about in Luke is, as it says in, in chapter 11, verse 1, the word says, Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. So these guys were with him, you know, for a good chunk, like three years as Jesus is doing ministry. Mm. And they saw him oftentimes, you know, go by himself and pray. And they, you know, they asked, teach us to pray. So they're asking him to be taught how to pray. And, and these were guys, you know, a lot of them, you know, definitely weren't qualified. They weren't, you know, the Pharisees. But they, I'm sure, grew up praying, praying mm-hmm. to God, knowing, knowing the, the law. But yet now they want their teacher, the great teacher, to teach them how to pray. Teach them to have that relationship with God. And this is what he teaches them. Now I'm going to read from Matthew. Uh, and in Matthew, this is the Sermon on the Mount, uh, in chapter 6, starting in verse 7. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. So he's saying, God already knows what you need before you pray. He already knows. But he says now, verse 9, Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And some translation says, deliver us from the evil one. But, and, and that's... Jesus wasn't saying, pray this prayer. He's right. saying, pray, pray like, like this. this yeah. Right, so he's giving like an outline, a structure, kind of a formula, but not like, this is what you have to do every time. But he, this, he's mm-hmm. like saying, pray like this. So first, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So he's saying, may your name be holied. He's, saying, he's basically saying, may it go out all over the earth and be holy. May you be revered as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So as it's done perfectly in heaven, he's saying pray for his will to be done on earth that way, that his will is perfectly done on earth. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. So give us this, our daily bread. So just what we need for today, just provisions for today. Pray for God to provide you for today. Uh, and forgive us our debts. So forgive our transgressions, our sins, forgive us as we also have forgiven others. So praying that we can also forgive others. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil or deliver us from the evil one. So Lord, don't don't let us be led down, led astray, led into temptation. Temptations are gonna Mm -hmm. come, but give us that exit and let us be strong enough in the Holy Spirit's power to not be tempted and deliver us from the evil one, deliver us from evil. Which he has. If you if you put your trust in Christ, you are delivered from the evil one. You are no longer his. You've been brought into the kingdom of God. So that's my small breakdown of, of the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. But another great... So, God, I'm sorry. I was going to say another great verse I had marked out is in Philippians. I was actually just reading it earlier today. Philippians, where are you? Philippians through the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is a pretty popular verse, uh, starting in chapter 4, 
I'll start in verse 4. Chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So he's saying, don't be anxious, but in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So what you're, re- what you're praying to God, give thanks through that. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, so his peace will be on us. It will guard our hearts and your minds in Christ. So that's like a smaller formula, for lack of a better word, of the Lord's Prayer, right? You have your thanksgiving, make your petitions be known, and do it all in Christ. So I'm just going to read again from uh, back to the larger catechism, question 180. What is it to pray in the name of Christ? Because people often, you know, especially uh, in Protestant circles, we pray Usually at the end of the prayer, in Jesus' name, you know, in the, in the name of Jesus, we pray. And that's usually the cue for everybody to say, amen. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm done my prayer. Here's <laughs> here's the end, in Jesus' name. Uh, but it's not just, like, something we, we, we say uh, as a repetitive thing. It shouldn't be just... Um, this repetitive thing. So what is what the Westminster divines, what do they have to say about it? To pray in the name of Christ is in obedience to his command and in confidence on his promises to ask mercy for his sake, not by bare mentioning of his name, but by drawing our encouragement to pray and our boldness, strength, and hope and acceptance in prayer, uh, hope of acceptance in prayer from Christ and his mediation. So basically it's, it's praying... Hmm with confidence that he hears our prayers, that his promises are yes and amen in Christ. So, because he is holy. He is our mediator. He is before the Father mediating for us. And it is only by his righteousness that God can hear us. So when we pray in his name, it's like we're praying in his righteousness. And also in his will, like... It's it's so. It's not like we we we're asking for His will to be done, like as if we want our prayers to align with what His will is as well. All right, because sometimes our prayers will won't line up with His will. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. the, I mean, most of the time people are praying for tough things that are going on, and. You know, sometimes you feel like, you know, he didn't answer my prayer, but that's not really, it's not that he didn't answer your prayer, but maybe that didn't line up with his plan for you. Mm. Or sometimes an unanswered prayer will lead to something amazing. Mm -hmm. And then down the road you realize, oh my goodness, (laughs) that really was for my benefit. Mm -hmm. I like with James White, I've heard him say recently, which I never thought about it this way either, was uh, he says prayer isn't necessarily to change God, it's to change us. 
So it's for us to align with the with will of God, will. right? So you keep praying for that thing and he keeps saying no, but you mm. keep praying for it. It's teaching us one patience and to trust that he will answer a prayer, but his answers may not always be what we want. Like you just said, <laughs> yeah, know, it may not be what we want. So it, it changes us. And if you keep a prayer journal, I used to, but you look back and look at all the answered prayers, but then look at the things you were praying for that he might not have answered in the way you were expecting, but it's still, it's not, you stopped, you weren't praying for that anymore because it got answered, but maybe not like. Yeah, your your desires probably have changed. Yeah. Because of whatever. Because it changes us. Has happened, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, one way we are praying right now is uh, for our unsaved I mean, I'm sure everybody's, you know, that's a big prayer for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's a big prayer for everyone. You know, all their unsaved relatives, family, friends, all the people they love that they want, yeah. you know, to be in heaven with them. Yeah. And uh, did we talk about that before on an episode about Oikos, the Oikos map? I don't think we did. No. Well, I went on a mission trip. I, we talked about that before. Uh, a mission trip last March with E3 Partners was the group that runs the missions. And part of the uh, what we do is we go and bring a medical clinic. We, we went to Ecuador. But also there's like an evangelism team that works with the local pastors with people in their congregation who have made these things called oikos maps. And the oikos is Greek word. It means home. And what you do is you basically you make like a circle and put your name in the middle of the circle and then branch out other little circles around that of people who are close to you and far from God. So these are people in, uh, in Ecuador who have made these Oikos maps of people that they want to reach with the gospel. And what you do is, is, is we would go and visit some of these people, but what they were doing before we came and they continue to do is pray for the people in their Oikos map. And usually you do it uh, at like 10.02. And, you know, when you pray, you don't have to necessarily have a specific time. But mm-hmm. when you're praying at 10.02 a.m. and 10.02 p.m. And Everyone, you... Yeah. Hmm? Go ahead. Uh, and, and you have a bunch of people all praying at the same time. Like, that's that's pretty cool to know that Christians cool. around the world are all praying at the same time. And why is it 10.02? It's because in Luke chapter 10, verse 2... Hey, I have it highlighted in this Bible. Uh, So I'll start in verse 1. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was to go. And here's verse 2. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Mm. So that's why 1002. Because we're praying for the Lord to send out more laborers into the harvest. And if the Lord is saving more people, starting with our Oikos map or whoever it is, then those people are being saved to do the work of ministry, to go out into the harvest. Right. You know, he's saying it's plentiful. He's saying there's, he's, he's got his sheep out there and we're to go and get them. So to pray for more people to be saved, for more sheep to hear his voice, to go out into the field and harvest more people. Like, that's amazing that if yeah. everybody starts praying that prayer, if all the Christians start mm-hmm. praying that prayer, and not only praying that prayer, 
but being intentional about going to those people you put on your Oikos map, then sharing the gospel with them and, and for lack of a better term, doing life with them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it may seem cheesy. Like you might, you might think making this map and writing these names down is like, oh, you're like, you know, trying to check off boxes and being strategic. But I think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's, to me, that makes it that much easier for me. And I, I feel more intentional when I'm actually writing these names down, thinking about these people, praying for them every day. So maybe I'll post a picture of mine without the name, like <laughs> with the blurred out. I blurred. actually like, I was trying to be all uh, neat with mine and I made it on the iPad with a, was it Keynote? I think I used Keynote. Mm-hmm. I just told Pastor when Hyro was here, he was like, you're a Mackie, like I need help with Keynote. And I was like, I really haven't used it. And then all of a sudden the past couple of weeks I've been using it like crazy. I was like, oh, let me just check <laughs> check this out. So anyway, it turns out it's perfect for making um, an Oikos map. And also if you have, if you're uh, a Windows person, you can use PowerPoint, I guess in the same way. So Keynote is Mac's version of PowerPoint. So, so yeah, maybe I'll just post a blurred version so mm-hmm. you can get an idea what it looks like. Yeah. And what does the word Oikos mean again? Uh, I believe it Did means home. Did you mention home. that? Home? Okay. It means yogurt, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it means it means home. Let me, uh, I'll look it up. Oikos. Yeah. Hiro told us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it I means think, home. Yeah. Uh, but what I love about this verse in 1002, it says, pray earnestly. Doesn't, you know, Jesus is emphasizing like, so, so to have that time, 1002, 1002, and throughout the day, you're praying for your Oikos map. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just checking the box. It's, it's, you know, he says to do it, pray earnestly. Yeah. You know, and what I always find amazing is, you know, how could Jesus not answer prayers that he told us to pray? Yeah. You know, the whole, our, our, you know, our father, the Lord's prayer, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Like, like he's not going to answer Dude. that. He told us to pray that. Like, right. And that's, this is the same prayer. Basically you pray for the, how's the kingdom going to come by, by, you know, the field is, is ready to be harvested. You know, pray for more workers to go out in the field. That's how the kingdom comes. When more workers come, more workers, more workers. And all of us in our lives are to, to share the gospel. Ancient Greek word oikos uh, refers to three related but distinct concepts. The family, the family's property, and the house. The problem with my oikos map is that you want to put everybody. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many people you want to include. A question I get sometimes, well, not necessarily to me, but it's posed to people who are reformed or Calvinistic in soteriology and in, in their sal- doctrine of salvation of how's, how are people saved is, you know, if you believe God is sovereign and in control of everything, then why pray? What, what good does it do? And I would say, why pray if God's not sovereign? If he is reacting to things like if he's not sovereign and can't do anything or doesn't know, everything or hasn't ordained everything then why pray at all and if if you know you don't believe god 
regenerates hearts to come to him. Like, I don't understand why, how you would pray if you don't believe it's God who saves. Now, like, like people who aren't Calvinists, like, if they pray, for, like, why, why would they pray for their Anoikos map? Right? Like, what would you pray? Because if they didn't think God had control over it, Right. What would like, be the point yeah, in who, praying? Yeah. Like when I when right. I pray for lost family members, I pray God change their heart, give them a new heart, take the heart of stone, give them a heart of flesh that they may believe in you, grant them repentance, let them come to you, bring them to you, draw them to you. Because He does all that. That's how anybody gets saved. Mm-hmm. So I, I I never understand how a person who doesn't believe that. And and they, I guess they would say that they believe God does that. But yeah, I, I don't know. Now I'm like, <laughs> you got me thinking, right? Like, so if 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 it's if it's your own decision, without God interfering with that, without God uh, violating your free will, why would you pray? Now we're getting into levels here. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it yeah. has to do with prayer. Like, like, what, like, why would you? Well, what, what prayer would you pray? I don't understand. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Pray to yourself. Like, please would help you, me would to you decide. Pray with that to... person who doesn't believe in, you know, Calvinist so salvation, would they pray God save them, but let them choose by their own? own... I don't understand. <laughs> but that, that, that would be another, I guess, a whole other topic. And we'd have to get somebody who who disagrees with our view uh, to interview them. Right. Like, because I, I don't, that doesn't seem consistent to me. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Because God answers prayers. And he's sovereign. So, yeah. But you know the the whole Bible is filled with people praying, and but I guess we just need to pray that we pray more. You know, it's yeah, whole... like we're not. We could do better. Yeah, I'm but... sure a lot of people, I mean, would say about themselves that they their prayer life could use some mm-hmm. oomph. <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, you know God. You know, the Bible says, my house shall be called a house of prayer. So, mm-hmm. you know, praying during the church service is definitely something we should do. And and we do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we'll we'll do more of it in the future. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people have a prayer closet. I don't really have a prayer closet. I mean, that's something, uh, maybe a discipline that I need to cultivate more. Because whenever a big spiritual revival happens, usually it's preceded by great people of prayer yeah i mean spurgeon when he's the i think this is the story when he would when he would preach he'd have people like in the basement of the church praying for the service while he's up there doing the service oh my gosh like it was it was like like the engine room that's Ah, like fueling the service wow that's you know and he was you know they call him the prince of preachers but he wouldn't take credit for it, you know. He'd, he'd probably credit people that are praying for him for the what's going on. 
So you can even do that. Like if you're talking to somebody and sharing the gospel with them, multitask, pray in your head, like God, you know, yeah, work, work in this person's heart, open their ears, open their eyes. But, and it's, it's amazing what can actually happen that you never thought was possible, mm-hmm. you know, through prayer. And if you're one of those people that are nervous, pray in front of other Christians, or you feel like you're not you're not saying the right thing, or you don't know enough Christianese. <laughs> hmm. You know, I would say just be real. You know, just just pray what's on your heart, and it doesn't matter if it's long, short, what words you use. Um, and the more you are in the Word every day, the easier it becomes. So, and then the further you, further along you get in this walk, the more prayer requests you'll get. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then it just becomes an, a daily thing between you and your friends. And, but, but yeah, in your home, you know, like we like to pray with our daughter. And I think that's really important to pray with your kids. And now she's more comfortable praying. Oh. She was asking me some good questions today. We I know. She was asking me this morning. Good conversation. And then, and then I was like, oh, we should we should talk to Daddy about that. Um, you know, I give my I give my answers, and then I say, well, t- we'll we'll ask Daddy later, and he he can elaborate more on it. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, she does ask good questions. Yeah. So I mean, you don't you don't. Have to necessarily have designated times to pray, a designated place to pray. Uh, it could be an ongoing conversation. It could be in your car when you're by yourself. You know, yeah, I find I don't have a prayer schedule or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I, I, I would like to do that 1002 thing. Um, yeah. For the map, but mm-hmm. I, so I think I will start incorporating that. For a while, I was doing David Platt's kind of pray for the world. <laughs> thing and like every Friday pray for a different country um, or place but I find that for the most part my prayer life is whenever it comes to me Yeah. you know whenever someone asks for prayer I try to do it right then because mm-hmm. I don't want to forget about it right yeah when I get a, <coughs> a prayer request like a text message or I see something on Facebook yeah I try to do it right there on the thread or respond right away because I think it is good. Like, I like seeing that, too. If I have a prayer request, somebody sends me one right back, like right. like their prayer that they have. Then I, then I have it. Then I can read it. And it's, you know, it's good to know people are praying for you, like, when they just say, hey, I'll pray for you. But sometimes it's good to do it right then and there. And if you're face-to-face, you know, a lot of times people will come up to your church that has something going on and say, you know, can you pray for me? And they don't necessarily mean right there, but I think it's good. Just do it right there. Like, uh-huh. it, my house is a house of prayer. Why not do it right, yeah, right, right in front of them? You know, or like in life groups, same thing. But or you know, you go out and have a cup of coffee with with a friend. Same thing. Prayer request. Just do it right there in the in the, <laughs> in the diner. Like, who cares? Don't don't That's be embarrassed. That's a good way to share you know? the gospel. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've, I've prayed over people in parking lots before. 
yeah. you know, unbelievers that, you know, I'll just, you know, somebody I'm trying to share the gospel with and they're going through some stuff and I'll just say, hey, can I pray for it? And just do it right there, you know. Or I find sometimes unbelievers will ask for a prayer. Cause they're like looking at you like, Oh, mm-hmm. you're the God guy. And you're like, the, you know, yeah, right? like, yeah. Oh, you believe in God. Can you pray for me? And I'm like, well, what do you care? Like if, if I believe in God, it's, <laughs> it's like I have some special connection that you, mm-hmm. you don't, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, we have that connection through Christ. That's the only way. Yeah. It's the only way we have that connection. So, you know, yeah, yes, we all individually should work on our prayer life because uh, that's a way to communicate with God, and then He communicates to us through His Word. Um, but it's not, it's, don't do it like you were saying before, like earlier in the podcast. It's not a check the box thing. Right. You know, it's, yeah. It's something don't that'll do it help with us an empty grow. Heart, just... and, mm-hmm. And and we'll grow in our faith the more we do it. Or out of guilt. Right. So it doesn't have to be designated time, designated place. But basically, do do as, as Paul says, as he writes to the Thessalonians, on First Thessalonians, um, chapter 5, verse, 14, verse 16. Rejoice always. Christ, wait. Yeah. Let me start that again. <laughs> With my good eye. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So, again, he repeats himself. The same thing he wrote uh, to the Philippians. Rejoice. There's always this rejoice. And these are Christians who are being persecuted. Like, you know, they're, they're being killed for their faith they're being beaten for their faith and he's saying hey rejoice always pray without ceasing so that's a continual prayer so it's throughout the day without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances so no matter what you're going through give thanks give thanks to god no matter what you're going through easy to say hard to do but we need to give him thanks for everything for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you What's the will of God for my life? This is the will of God for Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice. Give thanks. Pray without ceasing. That's, Amen. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I learned something today. I hope you did too. Norma did. Norma did. So if you don't like what you hear, keep listening because maybe we'll get better. But <laughs> uh, follow us. Subscribe to us on iTunes if you have the Apple products, or you can listen to us on SoundCloud and follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, we're also on the Facebook, the book face, the Facebook. Uh, what are we even doing here? And we also have a website, what are we even doing here.com, that will link you to most of that. Uh, and you can leave a review on the iTunes five stars, it's the most stars you can leave. But if you want to try to leave six, that's cool. I don't know if you can. Probably in the comments. You can. This is a six-star program. They really have it all together. Shift eight. Shift now eight, I know what I'm eight. even doing here. <laughs> and yeah, so that's where you can we're find us. We're still figuring it out. Yeah, we're still figuring it out. Yeah. 
Any, anything else to add? Actually, yeah, we're doing this podcast for ourselves, really. Right. I mean, yeah. So we can... I like listening. <laughs> so we can learn. And you can it's keep true. us accountable. Yes, please do. You know, anything, any, anytime you disagree with anything that we say, it's fine. You, let's interact. Let's do it in a loving manner. Iron sharpens iron. Uh, let's have a virtual coffee. Right. If you, uh, what was I going to say? If you have questions about anything that we said, please send us, find a way to send us the questions. You can probably do it like Facebook Messenger. Uh, yeah, but let's, let's interact. Let's have a conversation. And hopefully, if there's any topics you would like us to speak on, please give us suggestions that way too. And we'll try to answer them as best we can. If not, maybe we'll find some real experts in the field. Like <laughs> Bring them on in. I don't know. Like our pastor. We can have him on. Yeah. Like we should do the that. pastor of the church in LBI. Maybe we can have him on. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and some uh i'd like to get some some more friends on like we did with uh kyle right, right. and joey mm-hmm. get some some more uh christians on just Definitely. talking about their lives right cool maybe some christian shop owners that uh <laughs> have a home decor <laughs> shop in cranberry new jersey that sounds quite pcbhome.com <laughs> uh, shameless plug for <laughs> so uh, anyway. This episode sponsored by unofficially pcbhome.com where you can find all your home decor. Right now featuring fall and autumn home decor. Uh, I wonder if they have any commercials like I don't know. And here's a word from our sponsor. <laughs> PCB yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway. I'll ask Danny tomorrow. <laughs> we gave you a shout out on our show this week. Now you have to listen to it. <laughs> <coughs> but it won't be tomorrow when you listen to this. Because today's Monday. You're listening to this it'll on a Wednesday. Miércoles. So it'll be, I asked him yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We're going to travel in time. Uh, anyway, we've... Stop uh, talking. We've gone on enough. Yeah. Sign us off, dear. It's time to read the next chapter in our library book. All right, well, thank you for listening, and we pray that you will seek the kingdom of God and continue to learn what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that... Do you want to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you're like, really... I couldn't hear it. Right. I was like...